ఆప్యాయంతమే ప్రాణశ్చక్షుశ్రోత్రమథోబలమేంద్రియాణిచర్వాణిరాకరణమస్వరాకరణమేస్తు తదాత్మనిరతేయ ఉపనిషత్సు ధర్మాస్తే మై సంతు తే మై సంతు శాంతిశాంతిశాంతిమృతిపురాణాలయంకరుణాలయం నమామి భగవత్ పాదం శంకరం లోకశంకరం శంకరం శంకరాచార్యం కేశవం బాదరాయణం సూత్రభాష్యకృతౌ వందే భగవంతౌ పునఃపునఃశ్వరో గురురాత్మేది మూర్తిభేదవిభాగిద్యాప్తేహాయ దక్షిణామూర్తమిత్యేతరముద్గీతముపాసీత ోపవ్యాఖ్యానం దిస్ దిస్ సెక్షన్ విచ్ ఇస్ ట్వెల్వ్ ప్రెసెంటెడ్ మెడిటేషన్ ఆన్ బ్రహ్మన్ విత్ హెల్ప్ ఆఫ్ గాయత్రి బ్రహ్మన్ ఇస్ ఐడెంటిఫై విత్ గాయత్రి గాయత్రి ఆలంబరం ద మీన్స్ ఫార్ మెడిటేషన్ అపాన్ బ్రహ్మన్ సో ఫస్ట్ ఆఫ్ ఆల్ సెట్ దట్ Gayatri's all the beings. They would have said how Gayatri's Prasavi the earth. Gayatri's all the beings, therefore Gayatri's connected to all the beings. Earth is the support of all the beings, earth also is connected to all the beings, therefore Gayatri's earth. <coughs> earth is nothing but this body. Earth is support of all the beings, the body also is support of all the pranas or living beings. In that sense it is similar to therefore Prithvi is body and therefore Gayatri is a body. <coughs> This body is nothing but the heart which is within the body. Again we will see how heart is the support of the ashraya, the abode of all the pranas. Prana, pana, vyana. Or prana also means all the beings in that sense. <coughs> so body also is support of all the beings. So also is heart support of all the pranas. And therefore body is a heart. Therefore... Gayatri's heart. <coughs> so the Sankocha Karanam, that's narrowing down Gayatri from all the beings to the heart. For presenting heart as the place of meditation. <coughs> We were reading one footnote yesterday on the page 103 in the line number 9. Prano hapita prano matayati then. 
ahimsan sarvabhutami. So, Bhastakara presented these two statements as the evidence that the word prana is used for all the beings. And when the Upanishad says that, so, asminhime pranaha pratishthitaha, that the heart, all the pranas are the pratishtha. The prana means all the beings, and that's how all the beings are the pratishtha in the heart. <coughs> In there, Anandigiri said, in the line 28, Ahimsa Vakyabi Prana Param Maranam Pratishidyade Ahimsan Sarva Bhutani Asarva Bhutani In that Vakya, Prana Param Prana Vyojana Prayakam That you should not kill anybody. So, idea is that Ahimsa means you should not in fact hurt anybody. Killing is of course extreme degree of hurt, but no kind of hurt should be uh, extended to anybody <coughs> or perpetrated to anybody. So, here however the word himson is used in the sense of killing. So, this footnote was Nacha evam himsanthartar bhavat makam bhavat katham buddhasabdavachita pranasedivachankyam so, himsartha antarbhavat. Because how come the word prana means bhuta if here the uh, prana, the, the himsa only means the killing. <coughs> himsa arthantarbhavat bhavat. Katham bhuta shabda vachyata pranasyadivakshankyam. So, himsan sarva bhutani. So, it's a matter of killing all the beings. How do you say that bhuta means prana? Because himsa doesn't mean only kill, it only means, it also means hurting. So, here killing is interpreted only as prana vyoga. Himsarthanam vinasamatra vinapi. That sometimes himsa also means vinasa, of course. It means that the word hims also is used for the sense of vinasa or killing also. <coughs> and therefore, Bhuta samavivyaharenaiva pranavishatvat. So, ahimsa and bhuta, both of them are in the same sentence, therefore, and himsa, ahimsa means one should not destroy and he'll kill somebody. In this sentence, therefore, killing means pranavyoga, means prana and all the bhutas are in the same sentence, therefore, bhuta here means, prana means all the bhuta, that's how the idea is. <coughs> Okay, then we will show Sayesha Chataspada Shadvidha Gayatri. This Gayatri has four feet, each foot having six letters. Shadvidha is of six kind. <coughs> Vag, Bhuta, Prithvi, Sharira, Hudayat, and Prana. Tadeta Trucha Abhinuttam. That this Brahman which is the, uh, what is meditated upon with the help of Gayatri, is also presented in the mantra. Tavan asya mahima. Of Brahman, identified with Gayatri, this is the mahima. Tato jayam se purushaha. So vibhutir vistaraha. All of this is vistara. <coughs> it's all the beings and it's a prasavi, it's the earth, I mean it's a body, it's a heart. All of this is the Mahima of Brahman has identified with Gayatri. So when he said Gayatri is all the beings, 
What is meant by Brahman is all the beings. So Brahman identified with Gayatri is all the beings. Brahman identified with Gayatri is the body, is heart. So this is how Isangdi Mahima or the greatness of Brahman is identified with Gayatri or Brahman for which Gayatri is the means of meditation. <coughs> Tato Jayamsa Purusha But then this Purusha Paramatma or Brahman which is Nirgunam Brahman so Nirgunam Nirvishesham Nirvikaram Brahman is much beyond this. So Tavan Asya Mahima what is the Mahima or the greatness of this Gayatri or Brahman identified Gayatri? Padosya Sarva Bhutani. Only one quarter of Brahman, one fraction of Brahman is all the beings. The, all the beings is the Vibhuti, is the, is the glory, is the greatness of Brahman, is all the beings. But then the three quarters of Brahman is beyond that. So Tripadasya Amritam Divi. Tripa asa tripa, the three feet. So the Brahman having three feet is immortal, shines in its own glory, in its own effulgence in the self. <coughs> so this is how the mantra was presented to show these two aspects of Brahman or the two dimensions of Brahman that what is evident as the whole universe is nothing but expression of Brahman, but the Brahman is much beyond that. Brahman is all pervading as well as it transcends everything. So, Brahman is transcendental, is much greater than Brahman that is all-pervasive. <coughs> and then as Annegiri said, for meditating upon this Brahman in Rudaya Akasha, in the space within the heart, the Sankocha Karanam, the narrowing down is being stated here. So, narrowing down of all the being was done to the heart. Now, narrowing down the space to the space of the heart, you see. And so, Heart is the place or concentration and the space within heart is the place for the concentration and space within the heart is what is to be meditated upon that is identified with Brahman. <coughs> so, yadvaitat brahmaiti idam vavatat yoyam bahirda purushat akashah and so that Brahman which is tripad amrutam Brahman having three quarters which is immortal Gayatri Mukhenoktam, which was stated through the Gayatri, that indeed is this outer space. You may say, Bahirda Purushada Akasha, and that which is the outer space is Ayam Vavasa, Ya Antak Purusha Akasha. That's indeed is the space that is within this Karikana Sangada, within the body. You may say, Antak Purusha Akasha, the space that is within the, within the body. Ayam vavasa, yavanta rudaye akasha, that is nothing but the space within the heart. So how can one space be threefold? Because the upadhi. And so Mahasekara said, how? The space outside the body. Means, that is a space which is experienced by the sense organs during the waking state. By space we mean the objects in the space. So that stands for the waking state. Where there is a dukkha bahulyam, there is preponderance of pain or suffering. As compared to that, the space within is the, is, is the state of dream state. And there, there is a reduction of pain. And as compared to that, the space within the heart is the place for the deep sleep state, where there is total freedom from, 
फ्रॉम पेन और सारो अतः सर्व दुख निवृत्ति रूपम आकाशम सुसुप्त स्थानम देवर द स्पेस विद इन हार्ट स्थानम द प्लेस फॉर द सुषुप्ति द डीप स्लीप स्टेट एंड दैट इज द स्टेट विच इज डिवाइड ऑफ ऑल द दुख और सारो अतः युक्तम एक त्रिधा भेदान्वाख्यानम देवर इट इज क्वाइट प्रॉपर In as much as everybody is seeking freedom from pain or sorrow, and one gains that in deep sleep state, then it is quite appropriate that the space is narrowed down, or is stated threefold: is outer, inner, and space within the heart. Because presenting space in that manner serves the purpose of suggesting that this is a state where there is freedom from all the pain. So this is the space where there is freedom from all the pain. And therefore, you meditate in that space, Brahman, that is free from all the pain or sorrow of the nature of Ananda. So meditate upon that space. So Brahman identified that space. <coughs> so Chetas Samadhana Sthana Stutaye. This was for extolling this space within the heart, which is the which is where the meditation takes place, which is meditated upon. <coughs> हार्दाकाशाख्यम ब्रह्म पूर्ण सर्वगत एंड दिस ब्रह्मन विच इज इक्वेड स्पेस विद द हार्ट इज नोन्ट इट इज कन्फाइन टू द हार्ट यद्यपि हृदयाकाशे चेत सामधीयते इवन द माइंड इज कॉन्सेंट्रेटेड इन द स्पेस विद इन द हार्ट न हृदय भात्र परिच्छिन्न विद मंतव्यम वन शुड नॉट थिंक दैट ब्रह्मन इज ओनली कन्फाइंड is only circumscribed by the space in the heart is only that much that little dakram vipapam parame eshma bhutam rut pandarikam puramadya saggastham lotus of the heart that is the pura of the city of the body so dakram vipapam that is small space there which is vipapam free from all the papa which is ever pure and tadupasitavyam so that is what one has to meditate upon <coughs> This, this this is called the in, in chandogya also later on we'll find the dahara kasa dahara upasana dahara vidya it is called so meditation upon dahara the small little space within the heart which is where which is the place for the mind which is where consciousness manifests and that is where one meditates upon consciousness that is brahman <coughs> it is purnam the brahman which is thus meditated upon is purnam सर्वगतम ऑल प्रवेजी ऑल इंक्लूसिव अब प्रवर्ती दिस नो प्रवर्तन मेट ऑल नो मूवमेंट नो एक्टिविटी न कुत क्वचित प्रवर्तितम शीलम नो प्लेस इन नो वे डज इट एवर मूव और चेंज यदि अनुच्छित धर्मकम डज नॉट चेंज इज नो नॉट बॉन्ड डज नॉट डा इट इज इनडिस्ट्रक्टिबल इम्पेरिशेबल पूर्णाम अप्रवर्तनीम शीम लभते एवं वेद सो वन दस मेडिटेट्स अपॉन ब्रह्मन दैट इज पूर्णम एंड अप्रवर्ति ऑल्सो अटेन शीयम द प्रॉस्पेरिटी ऑफ द वेल्थ विच इज ऑल्सो फुल और विच इज ऑल्सो कंप्लीट एट द सेम टाइम अप्रवर्ति विच इज इनडिस्ट्रक्टिबल विच डज नॉट कम एंड गो विच एवर रिमेन्स सो दिस इज द मेडिटेशन प्रेजेंटेड इन इन दैट सेक्शन Now continuing the page hundred and five. 
Vakshmanagnyasya Siddhantagiri on the line 21. Svatantram Parihrityam. Vakshmanagnyasya. Now the meditation that is presented in the following section. In the 13th Khanda. Taravadasa Khanda or 13th section. The meditation presented here. One may think that now the topic changes. It is an independent meditation. So Vakshmanagnyasya Svatantram. The meditation presented by the Shruti in the next section is independent. It is to perform independently. Parihrutya Bhashyakarya says, no, that is not an independent or another meditation. It is what? Pari Prakrana Bhedam Vyavartaitum. Same Prakrana continues. Prakrana does not change. Topic does not change. Same meditation continues. And therefore, the meditation that follows is not independent. It is part of the meditation that has been presented in the previous section. Therefore, before explaining the mantra or the passage, Bhashyakara tells the Tatparya, the purport of the following passage. Tasseti. So, Bhashyakara says, Tasyahava ityadina Gayatrakhyasya Brahmanaha Upasanangatvena Dwarapalade Gunavidhanartham Arabhyate Suttasyahava etasirudesya panchadeva sushayaha That's how the next passage begins. Of this heart which was so presented earlier where the space is meditated upon that heart has five openings, five apertures or five doors. Deva Sushaya which are protected, protected by different Devadas. So lotus of the heart has these five openings where there is movement of five kinds of prana. Prana, pana, vyana, udana, samana. Every prana also is associated with a direction. And so in the opening in a given direction corresponds to that particular prana which moves in from that aperture and you know moves out. So this is how the meditation is further. So for more further details of the meditation are presented. That's the idea. <coughs> so Tasyahava Ityadina Gayatriakyasya Brahmana Upasanangatvena. So meditation about Brahman with the means of Gayatri was presented in the earlier section. Upasanangatvena as Anga, as only a part of that meditation was presented earlier. This this what follows Anga, a part of the meditation and not an independent meditation. This idea. Dvarapaladi gunavidhanartham arabhyade. For that purpose we are told, because heart and the space in the heart is so therefore, how these different apertures or doors are protected by different devadas, they called Dwarapala, the gatekeepers. Gunavidanartham, the qualities or attributes of those Dwarapala. Other attributes like prana, etc., Vidanartham, for enjoining that when you perform meditation, then keep all of this also in mind. So Dwarapala, the Gunavidanartham, Telling us the attributes of those gatekeepers and other aspects. 
So not only when prana is associated, but then when direction also is associated, one sense organ also is associated, telling us all of this. Vidanatam arabhyade. So when you perform any karma, you must perform the karma only in a stipulated manner, not in any other way. If you want to get the benefit which is promised by that karma or ritual, then you should perform the ritual in a stipulated manner. If you don't care for the outcome, of course they say you are not even qualified. Imam Saka will say that if you do not care for the benefit that a given ritual gives, you are not even qualified to perform rituals. As far as they are concerned, Arthi, first qualification for performing any ritual is the desire for attaining the reward, the benefit that that particular ritual gives you. Now, Upasara meditation also is a mental action. So, therefore, see, nobody would perform any action unless there is some reward involved in that, some personal benefit involved. Therefore, whenever Vedas enjoin that may you perform this ritual, they also tell you what the reward is involved. If you are interested in that reward, do that. If not, it's up to you. And so, that is why, but you can get the reward, the result, provided you perform the ritual or meditation in the manner that is stipulated. That's the reason why all the iti kartavira, all the details about the ritual are given. How, what steps and in what, you know, sequence or what order they should be performed. The shosho upachara puja means upachara, the steps are, are carried out only in a certain order or sequence. Not you feed him first and then give him bath and then give him, you know, clothes. Not like that. There is certain sequence. In a yajna, there is certain sequence. In meditation also, not only certain details are there, certain sequence also is there. So, Vidhanartam, all of this is stipulated by the Shruti. And the one who performs that meditation should perform as stipulated here. <coughs> so, says Anandagiri, Dvarapaladeti Adipadena Tadgato Vishesha Grohyade Dvarapaladi Guna Vidhanartam For telling us the attributes of gatekeepers, etc. So, gatekeepers also are different gatekeepers in different direction, associated with different pranas and different sense organs. All of these also is included here. Tadgato Vishesha Grohyade. The Vishesha, the distinction that every Devata enjoys with reference to Devatas also is to be stated here. Then say Nanandagari, Brahmani Upasanena Aprasiddhidaha. Dvarapalo Pasti Ayuktaityashinkyaha Brahmani Upasanena So Upasanena Aprasiddhitaha Dvarapalo Pasti Brahmani Dvarapalo Pasti The meditation upon Brahman involving Dvarapalo the gatekeepers Aprasiddhitaha nobody, nobody ever knows there are gatekeepers associated with Brahman. That is never known, you know. And so, aprasiddhita. You meditate upon something that is known. This is never known. So, I have here a footnote which says, so because this sentence is, uh, in Anuva is not clear. Brahmani upasana aprasiddhita. You know, you might interpret that because the meditation of Brahman is unknown. 
Therefore, Dwarapala, therefore the meditation on Dwarapala is not proper. No, it's not that way. Brahma Vishayaka Upasanena Saha. So, Brahmani Upasanena is the third case. So, Upasanena Saha. Brahmani Upasanena means what? So, that Upasanena is taken to be Brahmani. So, Brahma Vishayaka Upasanena Saha. Brahma Upasanena Saha it should have been actually. But then, anyway, Brahma Vishayaka Upasanena Saha. Along with the meditation involving Brahman is the object of meditation. Dwarapala upasti ayukta. So, along with meditating on Brahman, here Shruti says you should also meditate upon the gatekeepers. That is not ayukta. Is not reasonable. Is not in keeping with reasoning. Why? Brahmana dwarapala nam aprasiddhatvat. So, aprasiddhitaha. That Brahman is Dwarapala, that Brahman is gatekeeper, is not something ever known to anybody. Therefore, to meditate upon gatekeeper along with meditation upon Brahman is, doesn't sound right or appropriate. Because we have never known or never heard that there are gatekeepers associated with Brahman. So there is Ashanka here. Ashanka. So Vashyakara wants to show that this is reasonable, quite appropriate. Meditating upon the gatekeeper. So why do you want to meditate on gatekeeper? You meditate upon king. You don't meditate upon gatekeepers of the king, you know. He says, no, no. Meditating upon gatekeeper also is quite appropriate. Why? Yathayati. So, Bhashya says here. Yatha loke dwarapalaha ragnyaha Upasanena Vashikrutaha Raja Praptyartha Bhavante Tatha Ihapi Iti Here also there is a little confusion. Yatha Loke Dwarapalaha Ragni Upasanena That's what you may read, you know. Ragni Upasanena By the meditation upon King Miss it is Dwarapala, Ragnya Dwarapala. That's how the Anvaya should be. Yatha loke Ragnya Dwarapala. Just as in the, in our common experience, the gatekeepers of a king, Upasanayana Vashikrutaha. When those people are propitiated by meditating upon them, pleasing them. So Upasanayana Vashikrutaha. So you make them favorable to you by propitiating them, by pleasing them, keeping them happy, making them happy, so propitiating. So just as by propitiating, so that must be going on from that time on, you know. So just as by making these gatekeepers favorable by propitiating them, Rajapraptyartha Bhavanti, those gatekeepers facilitate your meeting the king. So if you want to meet the king, you should Keep these fellows happy. For that you should propitiate them. So just as in our daily life also, how pleasing or propitiating gatekeepers is beneficial in as much as that facilitates the darshana or meeting of the king. So also here, propitiating these gatekeepers or devatas will make them favorable to us and that's how they will facilitate the knowledge of darshanam of Brahman. So, it's not inappropriate. Therefore, 
We know that, you know, it is not a prasiddha. It is not something that is not known, it is well known. That if you want to see the king better, butter this fellow, keep these fellows in good humor, you know. So that is a common practice. You go to hotels and then do that. Even you go to ashrams also. <coughs> there also people keep the servants happy in ashrams also. So that when you, you need something, that's one thing is a special favor to you. It may not be within the rules of the ashram or, you know, general. But then people do that even in the, this naturopathy clinic, you know. One person told me he went to Jindal. Those fellows are so strict, you know, you, can, you cannot get any food. You have to observe fast, all you get is some lemon water or something. You cannot go out of that place. You cannot escape. Really? And so, but the Gujaratis go there and somehow they in the, in the kitchen. With the cook, they always have some kind of an arrangement. So that, a back door, they get also. Whatever, why do they go there anyway? They go there for getting cured. But ultimately, they enjoy their food. Because they cannot... So you cannot starve me and cure me. You must feed me and cure me. To such an extent that you cannot escape from that place, they are the guard you. This fellow says, I had to actually create some kind of an excuse for going to the city for something very important. And I went to airport. I had to buy a ticket in emergency and I came away. My salmon was all there, you know. He escaped. Anyway, so how... Pleasing these gatekeepers and servants, etc., they facilitate in getting what you want, to, you know, what you want. So, therefore, in our daily life, this is also a custom that propitiate the gatekeepers and they are pleased with you and they facilitate whatever it is that you want. Iti. Tatha ihab iti means what? Iti tad upasti arthavatiti shesh. Therefore, that upasti, there was meditation upon the gatekeeper. Also is meaningful. Also serves the purpose, ultimate purpose. <coughs> then Bhastakara, now let us read the, the passage here. Tasya hava e tasirudayasya. Pancha deva sushayaha. Saha yostya pran sushihi. Sapranaha Tachakshuhu Saadityaha Tadetata Tejaha Anadyam Ityupasita Tejasvi Anado Bhavati Yaevam Veda Tasya hava etasya rudayasya pancha deva sushaya. The rudaya are the lotus of the heart, which is in the discussion which was just mentioned before, just before, of that heart, pancha deva sushaya. Sushi means an aperture, an opening, that there are five openings. <coughs> they are called the divine openings because they are protected by the different devatas. <coughs> Therefore they are called deva sushaya. The the godly openings, because they are protected by gods. <coughs> Alright, now, of these five, of these five apertures or openings, yasya prang sushihi, so that which is the opening in the eastern direction, east, south, north, you know, west and above. 
तत्णस प्राण सो दि फाइव प्राणस प्राण पान दि वायु कॉल प्राण सो दैट एज इट्स मूवमेंट इन दि ईस्टर्न गेट ओपनिंग इन द ईस्टर्न डिरेक्शन तत्क्षु दसो इज आईज सो वेरी कॉमन स आदित्य देर इज ऑल्सो सन सो वेरी कॉमन इज द प्राण देन द सन आर इक्वेटेड प्रश्नोपनिषद वाइल टॉकिंग अबाउट द एंटायर क्रिएशन एज विराट एज बॉडी ऑफ ईश्वरा देन जस्ट एज व्यू दिस फाइव प्राणाज ईश्वर ऑल्सो इज फाइव प्राण विराट एज सो सन सन इज द प्राण अर्थ इज अपान एंड दि वायु देर इज बियॉन्ड द यूनिवर्स इज अन एंड दि हीट दिलीमेंट फायर इज ए उदान and the intermediate space between the heaven and earth is a samanam because the place of the prana is said to be the heart place of the udana is the the the, uh, the anus you know the lower region and the the samana is in between them in the uh, in the stomach there so that's how sun is the prana earth is the apana Intermediate space is samana. This is how it is stated. But then it is sun that is equal to prana. He also prana ha aditya. And sun is connected to the chakshu because the presiding deity. And remaining in the chakshu, it performs the act of seeing. Therefore, the chakshu also. And the chakshu also is the place of prana. Sometimes heart is said to be the location of prana. Sometimes here the upper region, the head is said to be the location of prana. So chakshu also is where the prana is located. Chakshu also is the nature of light or brightness. Sun also is the nature of brightness. So prana, chakshu, and aditya are equated here. And so that which is eastern gate, that is protected by this aditya devata, which is the same as prana, which is where the prana moves, and that's the same as the chakshu or the eyes. So this is the details. So this is the Dwarapala, the Guna Vidhanatham. All these attributes of Dwarapala, etc., are to be stated here. So they are stated. <coughs> Then, Tat Etat Tejaha Annadhyam Dupasita. So one should meditate upon this Tejaha as brightness. Annadhyam as the eatable food. You know, Idupasita Tejasvi Annado Bhavati. This meditator becomes also tejasvi becomes bright, another an eater or enjoyer of the food. Yeh yoga veda one meditates thus. Bhaskar explains. So tasya hava etasya rudesya panch deva sushaya Bhaskar says tasya iti prakrutasya rudesya ityarthaha. Because the passage only begins with a pronoun, sarvanam. You don't know what that tasse means. So Bhaskar said earlier, this meditation only the part of the previous meditation. That the pronoun can be connected, which is with what has just gone by. So tasse is the prakrutasya of that, the surudayasya of the heart, which is under discussion. Tasse hawai e tasse then e tasse. अनंतर निर्दिष्टस्य हार्ट दैट वाज प्रेजेंटेड इन द प्रीवियस पैसेज जस्ट पैसेज दैट प्रिसीडेड 
So heart there is under discussion, and the heart that was preceded in the previous passage. Pancha, pancha, ah. And further, Etasya, Anantara Nirdishtasya, Pancha, Pancha Sankhyakaha, Devanam Sushayaha, Deva Sushayaha, Svargaloka Prapti Dwarachidrani, Devahi, Prana, Aditya Devahi, Rakshamanani, Ityataha, Deva Sushayaha, Tasya, Svargaloka Bhavanasya, Asya, Asya, Yaf Prang Sushi, Purvavi Mukasya, Pragatam Yachidram, Dwaram, Sapranaha, Tatsthaha, Tena Dwarena, Yasancharati, Vaivisheshaha, Saha Prag Aniti Iti Pranaha Sutasya of the heart that is under discussion, Itasya that which was mentioned in the preceding passage. Pancha Deva Sushaya, Pancha means Pancha Sinkhyakaha, five in number. Devanam Sushaya, Deva Sushaya. The word Deva Sushi is explained as Devasya Sushihi. So that is the gate of a particular Devata or deity. <coughs> so what is the gate for what? Svargaloka Praptidvara Chidrani. Svargaloka. Heart is a Svargaloka. And you enter the heart only through the opening, through the gateway. So these are the five gateways for opening the Svargaloka. <coughs> So, Siddhanagiri, Svargaloka Shabdha Paramatma Vishayaha. So, Svargaloka Prapti Dwara means Paramatma Prapti Dwara Chidrani. Even though Vashyakara says Svargaloka, we should understand that as Paramatma or Brahma. So, Brahma Prapti Dwarani. So, these five gates are the gates for entering, entering the realm of Paramatma for knowing Paramatma, having Paramatma Dasharam. That's what Mahasakara said, that you must first settle account with the gatekeepers, then only you can proceed further. <coughs> so, Swarga, so how do you say, Swarga Loka Paramatma Vishaya? Here, Swarga Loka means Paramatma, how? Swarga Lokam Ita Urdhvam Vimukta, Swarga Lokam Ita Urdhvam Vimukta, Haiti Shutyantarat. <coughs> so, wherever that passage is, but Swarga Lokam Ita Urdhvam Vimukta, Going beyond this Svargam Lokam, so when those who have reached this Svargaloka, Vimukta. So those who have reached Svargaloka are liberated. Now nobody gets liberated if Svargaloka means the heaven which is commonly understood. Because you go to heaven and you have to come back when your Punya is exhausted. So when can you get liberated? Only if you become one with Paramatma. 
So in the passage quoted, the statement quoted here, Svargam Lokam means only Paramatma. That's why Anandagiri says that here also, when Bhashyakara says Svarga Loka, he means Paramatma. <coughs> so Svarga Loka Prapti Dwara Chidrani Pancha Chidrani. And says Anandagiri, Deva Sushitvam Sadhayati. So how do you call it Deva Sushi? It is the gate of the gods. And so how do you say that? Devahi so Rakshamanani iti. Because these gates are protected by different devatas, therefore they are called Deva Sushi, they are called the gates of the gods. <coughs> Which devas? Prana Adityadivi. So Prana Aditya, Chakshu, so these are the protectors of those, in this particular case, the eastern opening. And so, since these openings are protected by or guarded by different devutas, therefore they are called the, the, guard, the doorways or the gates of the gods. Ityata Deva Sushayaha. So, Devanam Sushayaha or Devahi Rakshitani. So, Devahi Rakshitaha Sushayaha. So all these, these are which are protected by the devatas. <coughs> then, tasya svargaloka bhavanasya rudeyasya. So tasya rudeyasya of the heart, which is svargaloka bhavanam. Shatanangiri, svargalokasya paramatmana bhavanam ayatanam tasya diyavata. What is the heart? Heart is the bhavanam. Is abode of Swarga, abode of Paramatma. So Swargaloka Bhavanasya. Usually you would think that Swargaloka itself is abode. So Swargaloka, so what is Swargaloka also is Bhavanam. That's normally Karmadharya Samasa would be there. But here Swargaloka Sya Bhavanam. Swargaloka Sya Paramatmana Bhavanam. Ayatanam. The heart which is Ayatanam. The abode of Paramatma. <coughs> So of this heart with the abode of Paramatma, tasya of that heart, yaf pran sushihi, so that which is the prak also means in front, and pratyek means at the back. So that opening which is in the front. Now what is this front, you know? Prakve anavastham ashankya. So in whichever direction you are sitting, that direction becomes front. <coughs> but here prak means east, you know. And therefore, so, Uktam Purvabhimukhasya. So, Vashagara said, Purvabhimukhasya Pragatam Yachidram. The opening which is in front of the person who is facing northern, eastern direction. So, Purvabhimukha. When you are facing eastern direction, the gate which is in front of you is what is meant here by the Prag Sushi. <coughs> Means the gate in the eastern direction. If Prag is east, there is no confusion. Anyway, somehow Anandagiri says anavastha, meaning that there is no vyavastha at all. What is meant by prak? Prak changes depending on how you are facing. But should not change because eastern is, is dictated by direction of sun. But if prak means in front, then front will change depending on how you are facing. Therefore, it is the front gate of the one who is facing eastern direction. <coughs> so, purva vimukasya. Footnote 1 is there. Anavastham ashankya yakabi sushihi prak sushihi syat. Now here of course the 
सुशी सेड इन दैमिन इन जेंडर यह प्राक सुशी सो या का सुशी सो विचवर ओपनिंग इज एर प्राक सुशिष्या सो एनी एनी गेट वुड बी और एनी ओपनिंग वुड बी द ओपनिंग दैट इज कॉल्ड प्राक और फ्रंट दक्षिणात्मक से दक्षिण है वह प्राक सुशी सो समी इज फेसिंग द सदर्न डायरेक्शन देन वट इज इन फ्रंट ऑफ मीन द सदर्न डायरेक्शन अव्यवस्था प्राप्त तराकरणा पूर्वाभिमुख से विशेष सो दे विल नॉट बी एनी व्यवस्था और ऑर्डर दैर फॉर इन ऑर्डर टू स्पेसिफाई द डोर विच इज इन फ्रंट ऑफ अ पर्सन हू इज फेसिंग द ईस्टर्न डिरेक्शन so here there is some confusion about this uh, pratika purva vimukhasya iti so uktam that is where it should be said that should be lying purva vimukhasya iti you see that is so ashankya uktam purva vimukhasya iti that's how it should be <coughs> then comes tats tatsa tena iti so then bhashyakar say yachhidram tat द्वारम सप्राण है सो पूर्वाभिमुख से प्रागतम या छिद्रम द्वारम सप्राण है सो दैट ओपनिंग विच इज इन ईस्ट ईस्ट इज प्राण सो वाई डू यू से दैट तत्स्थ तेन द्वारेण यचरती वायु विशेष सह प्राग अनिति प्राण है सो वाई इज दैट वायु कॉल प्राण सो वाई इज वायु विच इज असोसिएट विद ईस्टर्न डिरेक्शन इज कॉल प्राण तत्स्थ सो प्राण दैट इज लोकेटेड इन द ईस्टर्न ओपनिंग ऑफ द हार्ट तेन द्वारेण यचरती एंड वन दैट मूव आउट एंड इन यू नो फ्रॉम दैट डोर विच इज वन मूव आउट थ्रू द ईस्टर्न डोर वायु विशेष द पर्टिक्युलर प्राण ऑफ द फाइव प्राण द पर्टिक्युलर प्राण विच एक्चुअली मूव आउट फ्रॉम दैट लोकेटेड इन द ईस्ट एंड विच मूव आउट थ्रू द ईस्टर्न गेट सह प्राण प्राग अनिति प्राण सो दैट इज मूव इन ईस्टर्न डिरेक्शन इज कॉल प्राण सो यर प्राग मीन्स नॉट अब नॉर्मली प्राण इज प्राग अनिति वन दैट दैट मूव अपवर्ड हियर प्राग अनिति दैट इज मूव ईस्टवर्ड इज कॉल प्राण सो प्राग मीन्स ईस्ट सो दैट सब प्राण तत्स्थ दैट अनंत एक्सप्लेन्स तत्स्थ ते नीति तत् शब्द है हृदय विषय है सो दैट कनेक्ट शुड बी कनेक्टेड विथ तस्थ सो तत्स मीन्स वॉज हृदयस्थ है सो प्राण विच इज लोकेट इन द हार्ट एंड विच सोल्व प्राण इज लोकेट इन द हार्ट एंड दैट देन प्राण लोकेटेड इन द हार्ट एंड दैट मूव आउट थ्रू द ईस्टर्न ओपनिंग इज कॉल्ड प्राण बिकॉज प्राग अनिति इट मूव ईस्ट फॉर दैट इज कॉल्ड प्राण सो पर्टिक्युलर वायु लोकेटेड इन द हार्ट in moving out to eastern gate is called prana because of the the uh, the, uh, the the what do you call vipatti also so prag anididi prana pra and an <coughs> then further so now we are explain it is bhashyakar explains how so ya yah pran sushi sab prana so that is the eastern opening is called prana 
Because this particular vayu which moves out from there, since it moves eastward therefore, it is called prana. So, the eastern opening is equated to prana. <coughs> because of location of prana, movement of prana in that opening. <coughs> then tat chakshu, same thing also equated to chakshu. And then equated to aditya, so equation also must be explained. So, Bhashyakara says, Tenaiva sambaddham avyatariktam tachakshuhu tathaiva sa aditya hai aditya havai brabhashya prana hai idishrutehe chakshu rupa pratishtha kramena Rudhisthitaha Saadityaha Kasmin Pratishthita Ete Chakshushi Ityadihi Vajasaneyake All of this is a matter of research actually. You know what the Upanishad says here. Association of heart, prana, chakshu, aditya. It is not something arbitrary, you know. This is something that the seers see, you know, in their own vision. And it can only be verified by research, you know, whether this kind of... So, a lot of research, I don't know whether any particular research is carried out on this or not, but research is being carried out by the scientists on brain and heart, all these places, all of the energy centers, as I said earlier also, they have discovered that the heart is an energy center much greater than brain. So heart has ten times the energy than brain. That is why invoking energy from heart actually is very, very beneficial. So invoking energy from brain gives you the power of thinking. Invoking energy in the heart gives you the power of feeling. And therefore, you can invoke from your heart, you can meditate in the heart and invoke all the good feelings of compassion, love, etc. And so you can invoke them from your heart. The power of thinking or knowing can be invoked from by, by energy of the brain and power of feeling can be invoked by the energy of the heart. It is very well understood now that the power of feeling is much stronger than power of knowing. The left brain, right brain business, but anyway, and so, so far the world has been only going in what we call the rational manner, logical manner. But now, and you get various insights by reasoning, but the insight that you get by feeling is much deeper than that. So, women usually have this strength as far as the right brain is concerned, the feeling is concerned, their instincts, you know. So, instinctually they are able to see things perhaps <clears throat> more clearly than a man can do that through reasoning. So, generally, I mean, you know, this is, uh, they are always except, but generally speaking, they identify Aditya San with man with left brain, meaning with reasoning and power of reasoning and power of knowledge. And since this is all man-dominated world, therefore the women are always ridiculed because they are ridiculed as not thinking, etc., you know, and whatever. But at the same time, the power of feeling or the insight that you have by feeling is, is in fact more profound the insight that you gain by reasoning. Even all this scientific research also is not purely reasoning. Is a person somehow sees things, you know. 
So you may do reasoning all right, but then at the same time, then it just occurs to you, you see something. So most of the great people are not just logicians. You'll find that their emotional uh, personality also is well developed. So not only developing the rational personality, which is what the universities and all the education system does, but then we don't have any facility for developing the emotional personality, which is also very important. And that is why all kinds of problem things are going on, all workshops and things are nothing but trying to help them develop emotionally. They call it emotional intelligence. So emotional intelligence, now there is spiritual intelligence also. So in the intellectual quotient, emotional quotient, spiritual quotient, etc. <clears throat> so further dimensions of the human beings are being discovered. This is already discovered here. And so what is being stated here is all based on that. But so all meditations are based on actually ultimately feeling or identification. You use some reasoning to arrive at a certain, you know, certain structure or certain framework. But then you add your feeling to that to develop an identification with that. <clears throat> so bhakti is where the predominance of feeling is there. And this jnanam is where the predominance of reasoning is there. None of them alone will work. You must have an appropriate combination. So those people who think that the instinct is greater than knowledge or intuition is greater than this knowledge or reasoning, they will say jnanam is means of bhakti. Those who will think that the knowing is more important, is more important than feeling, they will say bhakti is a means of jnanam. You require both of them and nobody knows what is means of what. But therefore, each one must ultimately cultivate both. And so, no, no, we follow this marga and that marga is all stupid, you know, to say that I belong to this marga. This is all jnana marga, bhakti niyam, bhakti marga, jnana, is all idiotic, you know. Why idiotic? Because they just want to avoid something. With which they are not comfortable. So you want to dismiss something, you are not comfortable with, that's all. So whatever you are not comfortable with, you ridicule. But that means, you know, what we are happy, what is happening is that we miss out whatever it is that they have to offer. So ridiculing means then you are throwing away baby along with bath water. You know. I am sure that everywhere some, there is something which you don't have to accept everything. That doesn't mean nothing is acceptable also. You know. That is where all this discernment Viveka is required as to what is accepted and what is not accepted. <clears throat> but anyway, what I am saying is all the meditation means bhakti. It is not so specifically stated but then or upasana means bhakti. These upasanas are ultimately developed in Bhagavad Gita as six chapters from 7 to 12. So all the vibhutis that Lord Krishna is describing are all the vibhutis, are all vibhuti description. So those vibhutis in the 10 chapters, 7 chapter, 9 chapter all present over meditation. So Om is Aksharam Udgitam Upasita. May meditate upon Om, which is in Udgita. In all the vibhutis of Om are being stated, vibhutis of Ishwara are being stated here. So meditation requires, means identification. Evam Veda, one who meditates thus, one who cultivates identification. Now when can you cultivate identification? Only when you are attached to that. Without attachment there cannot be identification. So attachment or devotion is taken for granted here in these meditations. <coughs> anyway, so as I said, this connections of heart, prana, chakshu, Aditya, so and we will, we already saw many connections before and we will continue to see all these many connections 
in the time to come because all first five chapters are devoted to Upasana. Which most people don't bother to even study, you know, when they go with, which is also all right, it's a matter of time. Since we have all, all the time to study, that way we have the luxury of, you know, doing everything, tikka, tippani, whatever. But you miss out a lot if you don't do this. Upasana is a chodosko. So, but no, it is, Upasana also means jnana ultimate, Veda. Not only means of knowledge, but also knowledge of Saguna Brahma. So even if you do not perform this meditation, still this knowing that these things, this vyavastha is there, the harmony is there. So we talk of order and we talk of different kinds of orders. So different orders are being revealed here. So Ishvara is manifested order in the universe then. These upasanas reveal different orders which are existing, which you cannot see with your eyes or with your mind, which is what the Shruti reveals here. So then you can visualize, you can see. <coughs> so then, saprana tat chakshuhu. What is prana alone is chakshuda is sa aditya and that alone is the sun. So Bhastra can explain here. Teneva sambaddham. So teneva. Now go to Anandagiri. Teneva idi prana vishaya tat shabdha. Now see, radaya vishaya, there should be full stop there. Tat shabdha, radaya. So, Purva Vimukasedi, that should be full stop. Tatsthenai, that full stop should be removed and changed to Tatsabdha Rudaya Vishaya. That dash should be removed. Tenaiva, that full stop should be removed and that should be dashed there. Tenaiva iti Prana Vishaya Tatsabdha. So Tenaiva Sabbadha, what? Pranayanaiva Sabbaddham. So Chakshu is now connected with Prana. So Tenaiva Sabbaddham. Avyatariktam, Chakshoda eyes is connected to prana and non-different from prana. <coughs> so, tat avyatariktam, Siddhanagiri, tat avyatariktatvam, svatantrena, chakshushaha, akinchit karatvam. The chakshu is never separate from prana because without the prana, the chakshu cannot do anything. It is prana that provides energy and the brightness to the eyes. And if prana doesn't do that, eyes cannot function. So eyes are nothing without the prana. In that sense it is said that eyes are never separate from prana, non-separate from prana. So that avitriktam. There may not be any physical connection that we see. Now of course they will be able to tell you, I mean, what connection the eyes have with the breathing, with the prana. <coughs> As I say, it's a matter of research. But here it says that avitriktam. Eyes are connected with prana. Non-separate from prana. Anandagiri says, it is said that because eyes are, cannot do any akinjit karatpam. Eyes cannot do anything without independent of prana. <coughs> then also for following. So, tenevasambaddham avidariktam tachakshuhu. Now, says Anandagiri, nahi chakshusha pranasya sambandha. Now, chakshusha pranasya sambandha. Hey, chakshu doesn't have any sambandha with prana. Nahi bachyasya tat sambandhe nibandhanam asti. Somebody may think, somebody may think that, what's the relationship that eyes have with prana? Nahi bachyasya tat sambandhe nibandhanam asti. Chakshu is outward here. Prana is inside, you know, inside the heart is prana. Chakshu is out here. So, what is the connection between the two? So then, Bhashyakara says, Tat Chakshuhu, that itself is Chakshu. 
or you can say that nahi chakshusha prana sambandha asti then maybe explanation is tat avyatiriktatvam svatantrena chakshusha akinchit karatvam in as much as the chakshu cannot do anything without the prana that is sambandha here that we have to understand <coughs> and then vashyakara said sah tathaiva in the same manner so prana is chakshu because chakshu is dependent upon prana tathaiva in a similar manner sah aditya the prana is aditya the prana is san in what way vashyakara quoted aditya hoy bahya prana it is shruti shruti says that aditya is external prana means in the prana of the virat purusha so our internal prana is there virat purusha is own prana what is that aditya so aditya is the prana of the virat purusha this prana is the prana of the individual and that for prana and aditya are connected because both are pranas it is shude now how come aditya become external prana so says bhashyakara chakshush rupa pratishtha kramena rudhisthita so first of all aditya of the sun illumines the rupa of the form and color and also enables the eyes also provides a brightness to the eyes enables the eyes to see so eyes can see only when the sun illumines the forms and colors and that's how sun by illumining them is connected with eyes and eyes are connected with prana therefore aditya also becomes connected with prana so aditya becomes connected with prana through the form or the color and the eyes and thus the prana <coughs> so chakshu chakshush rupa pratishtha kramena so it is pratishtha aditya is pratishtha of chakshu it is the presiding deity of chakshu as well as the illuminator of all the forms in that sense aditya becomes connected to prana <coughs> so sir anagiri तथैव प्राणस्य चक्षुष्टम तथैव सह आदित्य और तथैव यथा प्राणस्य चक्षुष्टम दैट्स बेटर सो तथैव यथा जस्ट एज प्राण इज चक्षु इन द सेम मैनर प्राण आल्सो इज आदित्य हाउ द प्रीवियस लाइन अधिष्ठात्रत्वेन आदित्यः चक्षुषि प्रतिष्ठितः भाषा कहते चक्षु रूप प्रतिष्ठा क्रमेण सो अधिष्ठात्रत्वेन Aditya Chakshushi Pratishtha. So Pratishtha. Sun is, so has its abode in Aditya. I mean, Aditya has its abode in the Chakshushi, the eyes, being the presiding deity of the eyes. Pratishtha. Chakshushya Grahagatya Rupa Pratishtitam. And eyes also are Pratishtitam. Eyes also are abode in the color and form because eyes are the perceivers. Such perceivers of color and form the eyes are connected to the color and form as presiding deity of the eyes aditya is connected to the eyes rupa darshane karani bhavati and that's how so chakshu also becomes the chakshu and aditya both of them become the karana the means for perception or cognition of forms and colors 
I have here some footnotes. See, nahi chakshusha pranasya, there is a footnote there. Nahi ityadihi ananvitaha pathaha, meaning that that particular person doesn't fit into that. <coughs> or, sahi itiva patham prakalpya, sahi chakshusha pranasya cha sammandha iti purokti sheshatvana vyakhyam. So, sahi chakshusha pranasya so that itself is samandha of chakshu and prana, that's how you have to understand it somehow. There is another footnote here, which is in the line 27, Rupa karani bhavati, rupe pratishthitam itasseva tippanam rupa karani bhavati. So, so chakshushaha grahagataya rupe pratishthitam. So, adhishthatrutvena aditya chakshushi pratishthitaha. Chakshushasya grahakataya rupe pratishthitam. Alright. And chakshushya, chakshu also grahakataya because it is a perceiver. So, chakshu is pratishtha in the rupa of color. Rupa darshan, that means rupa darshanane karani bhavati. That's how the eyes become the karanam, the means of perceiving the colors. So, being the perceiver of the colors, Eyes have their location in the color. And being the presiding device, sun has its location eyes. So eyes are prana and the sun is eyes and that's how sun is prana, whether rupa is there or not. But anyway, sun is the presiding device, eyes are equal to prana, so sun also is equal to prana. <coughs> but anyway, Bhastakara said, so pratishtha kramena and the rupa also is there. So my explanation is or understanding is, the sun illumines the colors and colors are perceived by the eyes and eyes are connected to prana. Eyes function because of prana. So, aditya, rupa, chakshu, prana. That's how all of them are connected to prana. So, prana is chakshu and prana is aditya also. <coughs> but then, bhashya prana. Aditya is the prana of the Virat Purusha also. And this prana is prana of the individual. That way also, there is connection there. <laughs> Tatra, so now again Anandagiri says, Katham yathoktasya adityasya radashushi dvarasthanatvam, asthanitvam. How do you say that? That aditya is the, is located in the gateway, in the, in the gate in the heart. So, that is where it is said here. That chakshurupa pratishtha kramena aditya rudhisthita. So by that krama, aditya is located in the heart also. Adhishthatrutvena aditya chakshushi pratishtita chakshushasya grahagataya rupe pratishtitam chakshushya grahagataya rupe This is how pratishtha is explained. You know. <coughs> so anandiri says vasaratmanacha rude rupane pratishtitani that anena kramena aditya rude pratishthita ityarsaha. So, so vasanatmana rude rupani, that's another way. Vasanatmana rude rupani pratishthitani. So, the colors and forms are there in the form of vasana in your heart. That anena kramena. And so, aditya with rupa and rupa with the heart because they are there in the heart as vasanas. So, anena kramena. Aditya Rude Pratishthita or Pratishthati or Tishthati. That is how 
you can say that heart, I mean Aditya is located also in the heart, Chakshu also is located in the heart, Prana also is located in the heart, connected. <coughs> so Tatra Shrutyantaram Pramanayati. Yathokta Kramena Aditya Sirde Pratishthitatve. That in this manner, Aditya has its Pratishtha or abode in heart. That is where the Andhra Shruti Vashakara quoted, Saditya Kasmin Pratishthita. Saditya Kasmin Pratishthita Chakshushi. Question is asked of Yajnavalkya. Where is your son actually located? Where is the abode of the sun? Eyes are the abode of the sun. And heart is abode of the eyes. And that's how Aditya also is abode in the heart. <coughs> okay, so Bhashyakara here spends a lot of time explaining the connection later on. You cannot find connections actually. Here you can find connection. When it comes to other apana, vyana, etc., then you have to say, because Shruti says, that's how you have to accept it. Here also it could have been said, but wherever connection is possible, it will be shown. So wherever we know, that is where we can see the, the reason why Shruti says what it says. So in one place you can see the reason, other place you can imagine, even if you do not know. So here these connections are clear to us. How the sun and the prana and the chakshu are all connected, and they are all one, that is understandable by us. Because sun is the principle of light, and eyes also perceive the light, and prana is a life force, and they keep the eyes functioning, and that's how we can prana also is its abode in the region where the eyes are. All of these are therefore, that's for the prana is energy, and that prana energy has its abode in the region where the eyes and ears are, and eyes and nose are, and so you can imagine that prana is energizing the eyes, so all of these are connections. This connection we can understand. And there are statements in the Veda also explain the connection. But everywhere you may not find that. But because this makes sense, we can understand, we can infer that other things also must be there. So what are other connections Shruti says in other passages also, we can accept them. Because Shruti's, what Shruti says in this passage is not arbitrary. It makes sense. You can call it scientific. Scientific means logical. Scientific means what? Logical. And so, what, because science is logic, you know. It's all scientific. So they like to use the word scientific, you know. But it means only logical. So it's in keeping with reasoning. <coughs> so whether logic comes from science or science comes from logic, you know. And so, anyway, so you can say this is all scientific. So in this is scientific, therefore, what the Shruti will say in other passages also can be accepted as scientific. Even though you do not see the connection. You understand? That's why Bhashyakara spends time here to show this connection here. <coughs> okay, I think we'll continue tomorrow. <coughs> Om Purnamada Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyade Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnamevavashishyade Om Shanti 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 Shankaram Shankaracharyam Keshavam Vadarayanam Sutra Bhashya Vande Bhagavanta Punak Punaha Ishvaro Guru Ratmedi 
मूर्तिभेद विभागिने व्योमव्याप्तेहाय दक्षिणामूर्त नम शातिशाशाति हरि ओ श्री गुरुभ्यो नम हरि ओम